where you are. And yeah, then that's true. You look over at Nucky and everything's better. He's a sweet little special boy. Welcome to Dunstan Checks Men, the best podcast breaking down the 1996-8 film. Dunstan Checks in minute by minute and pairing each of those minutes lovingly with another <laughs> feature film. I'm Lord Andrew. I'm Emily Monkey Town. This episode, we're going to talk about Minute 50. Yes. Which I have chosen to pair with. George of the Jungle. George, George, George of the Jungle. Watch out for that tree. That's Tarzan. That's also what George does. And we're going to sue you. We are going (laughs) to sue you. I represent represent the Tarzan estate. estate. The estate of Sir. Sir. I can do this. I've read one of the Princess of Mars books and he wrote those. Also, he's a character in your favorite fucking movie. John Carter is not my favorite movie. (laughs) I was also I also just recently read his name because I was I was looking at a Wikipedia page for uh, a book that was authorized by his estate. Okay, it was Tarzan versus King Kong. Oh shoot! I don't remember the I don't name. Know why name I censored <laughs> Oh shoot! <laughs> I might start saying shoot just because it's fun. You know yeah, what I mean? That is shoot! Fun. Shoot has a different feel than shit, and sometimes really sometimes you want to say a shoot. Um. Sir Anthony Dandridge. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't even think he's a sir. I think I've, I've yeah, screwed I think you he's, up I there. Think he might be Lord. American even. No, he's Lord. He's a Lord. Um, Tarzan. He's like Rutledge. I'm looking it up right now. You You're need looking to keep right talking. Edgar Rice Burroughs. Lord Andrew Rice Burroughs. Anyway, played by, wasn't he played by like Daryl Sabara yeah, is, in John yeah, Carter? That is, that is correct. Okay. He is American. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not a Lord or a sir. You can't have American lords? Uh, I think well, you can have expat lords. I think what happens is they have to marry, you know? Sure. Um, anyway, what the hell am I saying? We have an announcement. That Wh- Wait, shut the fuck up. In 10 minutes. I didn't realize. What? I did not realize this. What? So you know Tarzana, the neighborhood in L.A.? Oh, it's named after Tarzan. It's named after Tarzan because it is it is centered around his California around Edgar Rice Burroughs' ranch. Oh, wait! I think you called him Andrew Rice Burroughs before. I said Edgar. How dare you? You we'll kept saying Andrew. Show notes. Show notes. <laughs> tell, tell us who's what. Because I think I'm thinking of Andrew Lloyd Webber. That's yeah, who I mean, is a lord. It's all these three namers, huh? Yeah, they have nothing else in commons but commons besides three names. Okay. Do you what think, if they uh, did that? <laughs> you, you ready for this heat? You ready for this heat? Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Uh, do, you, do, you, do you think Edgar Rice Burroughs had a friend named? Uh, Don't. Ready? Ready for this? Go ahead. Edgar Beans Burroughs. <laughs> okay. First of all, you said a friend, and then they have the same last name. Yeah. You ever had a friend with the same last name as you? But you no, I've almost. Uh, I've I've never encountered in real life someone with my same last name uh, who isn't related to me sure. by blood. I I technically have. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean I do I I am friends with or follow on other social media places people with my same first and last name. Oh, you're one of those people. I want to keep track of them. Sure. In case Jet least the one is real. <laughs> yeah. Um. What the hell are we talking about? Oh, George God of knows. the Jungle. We've got an announcement to make. Tarzana yeah. around his estate and the announcement. In 10 minutes, which is 10 episodes. <laughs> yes, which is 10 weeks. <laughs> 
So like in a couple months. So this is how my time should be. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, To commemorate. Yeah, instead of hours, let's have episodes in new time. (laughs) I like that, actually. Um, To commemorate minute 60, having made it through one full hour of Dunstan checks in. Yes. We will be doing some sort of live stream event. Yes. Coinciding with our recording of that episode. Episode 60 will be streamed live on Twitch. Get ready. Mm. Check it out. Well, you're saying not the whole thing, but there will be a live streaming part that could be most gonna, of it. We, yeah, we're going to figure out. We're going to hash out the details. I want because we want some exclusive podcast stuff, of course. Uh, but then there's also got to be exclusive video stuff, of course. So we'll, we'll we're going to hash it out. it out. Yeah, yeah. We're going to hash brown it out. Uh, but get excited for that. Get hyped. It'll probably be from your Twitch. Yeah. So yeah, now you have to wait till the end of the show to hear what Emily's Twitch is. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Twitch.tv slash Rachel Emily. So minute. 50. Can I say something about this minute? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're going to say. This is a good minute. It's shocking. I think this is my favorite move minute in the movie so far. It's, you know, it's pretty good. This is a good-ass minute. Um, so, this is the meeting that Mr. Grant is having with, with uh, Mrs. Feldman and Mrs. Weatherby. Sure. Willoughby. That's absolutely not correct. Oh, I have sure. the notes right now. <laughs> Feldman and Winthrop. When, yeah, you said that like you were correct, but Winthrop is a different name than Weatherby or Willoughby. I had a W. <laughs> I never disagreed that it was a W. Okay. Uh, so Mr. Grant says to them, I, I want to see how grateful we all are for the wonderful work that you're doing against. And then he checks his notes. Mm-hmm. And then he puts away his notes before saying the word, I think the what phrase. It, here's, what hap- here's what I believe happened. Okay. I believe... That the word he was looking for was not in his notes. Okay. And then he had to he pull, he had to dig deep, <laughs> and he did successfully pull it out, and he I, did remember. I thought maybe I had I had two different thoughts uh-huh. separate from that. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one because you can see he's straining after he puts away well, his notes. The strain that I thought was the pronunciation. Sure. Right. Uh, I wrote it down uh, phonetically, uh-huh. and then looked it up and found what it actually how it's actually spelled. Uh-huh. And yeah. I wouldn't have any problem saying this. What is it? Tinea versicola. How do you spell it? It's versicolar, but I guess they pronounce versicola. How do you spell it? T-I-N-E-A, and then it's a whole new word, Uh V-E-R-S-I-C-O-L-O-R. What it is, like they say, it's not deadly, just unsightly. Yeah. It is a fungal infection of the skin. That's a bummer. Fungus. Yeah. Is back. <laughs> That's why this minute is so good, because the fungus, we, we have to trust the fungus. Well, when the fungus is here, we're having a good time. And the fungus is choking the city. The crazy thing is, it snuck in. Yeah. They don't have to say fungus. Yeah. They just say the name of this disease, Tinea yeah. versicolor. Yeah. And the minute gets good. Exactly. The, men, the mere just hint of fungus. Blessed by the presence of fungus. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, if anyone's confused, we're talking about our previous podcast, Super Mario Brothers Minute, which yeah. <laughs> had a lot to do with fungus. Hashtag dress the fungus. So, uh, and this is this is what Mrs. Feldman says. Uh, it's a skin disease, not deadly, just unsightly. Yes. Uh, and then Mrs. Winthrop says all the good diseases were taken. Yeah. And to which Mr. Grant says, ah, yes, they were. <laughs> Again, this is following up like in the last minute when they correct him on who's who's named who. And he yeah. says, ah, yes, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's really being a kind of a shithead in this, yeah. in this time. Well, he's kind of, if I may, mm-hmm. Mr. Grant's kind of a shithead. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's really letting it out in this business meeting. Yeah. 
where uh, I presume that they're they're wanting to hold a fundraiser or something at the and rent majestic, out a room. Yeah. Yeah. Rent out a ballroom, perhaps. Yeah. Um, so then we see a separate shot. Dunstan gets out of the vent in the greenhouse. Uh-huh. The way he does this is he pushes on the opening and it opens mm-hmm. again. Not locked. No. Not not screwed in. No. Just just, just push to open. <laughs> yeah. Just get come on in or come on out. Like a like a old uh, like an old tape rewinder. Tape rewinder. Yeah, an old VHS tape rewinder. How you just push them in? You push it and it opens. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Uh, we all know. We all we all remember our old VHS tape rewinders. I didn't remember that's how they worked. Sure. I do remember that that existed. You mm-hmm. put the tape in a separate device to just to rewind, rewind it. So you yeah. don't have, yeah. So you could start watching another movie immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so God, I miss VHS tapes. Same. <laughs> uh, he's loose in the greenhouse. Yeah. Or whatever this is. Uh-huh. I'm calling it a greenhouse for ease. It's a greenhouse. Uh, and there is, you know, what, what we're seeing is that the, uh, the meeting room, whatever uh-huh. this office space uh, that Mr. Grant is meeting yeah, with. Yeah, of course. He's Mrs. meeting them in an area with Ron Livingston, Jennifer yeah. Aniston. They're just off screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but how many more? How many names? How many? Let's challenge. Uh, how many names from Office Space do you think I can name? Well, you named two. Yeah. How many more? How many deeper do you think I can go? I think I can go two more. It is a two more. It is a two more. But no more than that. Challenge accepted. Okay. Do you want to bet on it? Yeah, sure. For a veto. Really? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Okay, get ready to give me another veto, sucker. You're going to get three more? For sure. Mike Judge is in the film. Oh, I see. I forgot he does his little cameo Orlando bullshit. Jones is in the film. Is he? He's the magazine salesman. God, God And Diedrich Bader is in the film. He plays Pete's neighbor. That's not even like, none of those were ones that I thought you were going to get. <laughs> uh, John C. McGinley. Sure. Could have uh, him. And uh, our old friend Stephen Root. Yes, Those were the Root, two I classic. thought you were going to get because yeah. they're the easiest. And I, instead, and you I, went deep. Yeah. You went to the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> you scraped it. You, you like looked at me while you were doing it. And then you held it up. Yeah, and I now have three vetoes. All right. I'm fine. untouchable. I'm going to get you to burn some vetoes. <laughs> we'll That's going to start happening. We'll see. <laughs> You're going to have to look out. All right. I can't believe you put a veto on the line for that. <laughs> Neither of us have used vetoes so far. That's they're, true. They're practically worthless they in this economy. We thought they were going to be super worth a, yeah. worthful. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, let's keep talking about the podcast. <laughs> let's keep talking about the podcast. Yeah, how do you feel about this podcast? Um, you know, I, hey, we're still going. Yeah. I think people doubted us. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no, I think after we watched uh, Minute 105, 105 times, I don't think anyone will ever doubt us again. Well, see, that was a party, though. 105 wasn't. 105 was, was the post credit sequence that was not part of the party. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You got that. You got that right on the hail, head of the nail. Okay. Let's keep talking about the film. Dunstan. Oh, so yeah. I was describing that the... He the, checks into the green room. Yeah. <laughs> into the, the green room where um, Patrick Stewart is a neo-Nazi and beats people up. Okay, there we go. We are incapable of continuing a conversation if we say anything that is a film title. Yeah, or even sounds like a film title, honestly. Um, outside of the window... And yes, I did say incapable. The two... Out of the window, there's a window behind the two women who are who are talking about Tanea versus Cola. Sure. And Mr. Grant can see out this window, and it's full of greenery. Mm-hmm. That is a nice setup, I'll say. Yes, it looks nice. Yeah. 
Uh, again, greenhouse. Again, it makes the greenhouse weirder though, yeah. because it has a window into like an office. Yeah, that is weird. But I that it, that to me kind of makes sense. Is like it's weird, but it's cool, so it makes sense that they would do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so then, uh, what happens is Mr. Grant says your organization has been to the Four Seasons, <laughs> and uh, as much as I am loath to speak ill of a competitor. Then he stands up and Cause shouts, he, cause holy he, shit. Because he sees Dunstan. Because he sees Dunstan. Now, one of the, I think, bad things about this movie is it, it's really tedious how it fucked around with continually having Kyle see Dunstan and Mr. Grant not seeing him. Yeah. That being said, the reveal of Mr. Grant finally seeing Dunstan mm. is fucking good. This moment works. It's super funny. I laugh. You tell them. You tell them how la- how hard I laughed when I the first time we watched this minute. A, a big belly laugh. The hugest <laughs> laugh I heard from you about this film. Yes. Yeah. This is maybe the best joke in the movie. It works really well. Jason Alexander sells it. A plus relative to Dunstan checks in joke. So let's talk about George of the Jungle. Here we go. <laughs> Um, when George of the Jungle came out on DVD, did they go, George, George, George of the Jungle, now on DVD? Probably. Okay, they better have. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think, uh, as much as we got stuck talking about Tarzan at the beginning of this episode, yeah, I we must keep talking about Tarzan. It's, it's so weird. weird. Yeah, Casey, Casey, I watched this with Casey. I gave Casey the choice because I needed to, I needed to watch two movies, and I had time wise I had to do one while she was hanging out. I was like, "Do you want to watch George of the Jungle or my dinner with Andre?" Yeah, and she said, "Definitely my George of the Jungle." Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's so weird that Disney made George of the Jungle and then two years later made Tarzan. Yeah, so I, I went back into the history books. Yeah, Tar. Okay. It's also weird because this is such an un Disney feeling Disney movie. This movie has mm. such powerful Nickelodeon vibes. It really does. <laughs> um. The guy who made George of the Jungle, uh-huh. it started as a drawing by like a naval guy who was uh-huh. stuck on a ship and couldn't do anything. Yeah. So all he had were stories of Tarzan in his head. Uh-huh. So he drew a little comic of what if Tarzan but funny. Yeah. That was George of the Jungle. It's the, literally a Tarzan parody from its first creation. Yeah. So then they made an animated series that only lasted 17 episodes. Yeah. And Tar- uh, George of the Jungle was only one third of it. It was one of those classic comedy shows sure. where it was George. A showcase. Yeah, George of the Jungle, uh, t- t- Tiny Tom or something, and Super Chicken. Sure. Somehow the and even the 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 t- it's not Tom. It's something where he's a race car guy, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, so that basically was like Wacky Racers then. But the Super Chicken one is another cult one that people like to reference. Because somewhere in Super Chicken, he says the line, um, I knew the job was dangerous when I took it. The little cartoon chicken who becomes a superhero. Uh-huh. And like people love quoting that line, even though Super Chicken is is so obscure. Yeah. George's Jungle's obscure. How yeah. did they even make a movie of this? <laughs> Nobody knew what the fuck this was except for it's a parody of Tarzan. Yeah. And Disney had the rights. Well, right? Tarzan was like weirdly popular in this time period. I would say even before the Disney movie. Yes. Um... There, I, this is uh, Matt Gorley has talked about this on podcasts. How there was a crazy period where Tarzan screams were just in every movie. Yeah, yeah. James Bond does a Tarzan scream. Uh-huh. Chewbacca does one in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I guess those are, those were both more eighties because that was a Roger Moore uh, James Bond for sure. Yeah, um, those are eighties, not nineties, I guess. But Tarzan was big, and I think just I think maybe they just wanted to make a funny Tarzan, and they're like, oh, there's this existing property we can just hide into. Well. That's the other part of the story that I found. Uh-huh. 
the guy who wrote George of the Jungle yeah. didn't write it to be a George of the Jungle movie. He had a script based on something his son said where it was like, again, what if Tarzan but funny? Yeah. But it wasn't George of the Jungle. Yeah, I think this and, is very clearly just we want Tarzan but funny. And so he was trying to sell that script to everywhere but Disney because he knew Disney had George of the Jungle and he didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Disney heard this and was like, hey, we'd love to make a George of the Jungle movie with your script. We'll just make it George of the Jungle. Huh. It's so like what the fuck? <laughs> Nobody wanted this. Like, who was a fan of George the Jungle? That, I mean, well, I was dying to see it. Us as kids, <laughs> like, well, yeah, because like they, the theme like, song is catchy. They were they, and they got Weird Al to record the theme song. Weird Al talks about that as being like this weird thing of the only like for hire work he's ever done in his life, mm. and how it was like a weird kind of shitty experience for him. Yeah, but then here's the other thing that I the angle that I want to take on it, which uh-huh. as I was watching George the Jungle, I realized so it wasn't. It's not the same creator who did the cartoon George of the Jungle, sure. but it is, I think, the same animation studio uh-huh. also did Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. It's got that kind of vibe to it. And Dudley Do-Right. Yeah. Those are, I would say those are all not Hanna-Barbera, but like Hanna-Barbera in the middle of Hanna-Barbera and Schoolhouse Rock. They were like all related. I don't know the name of the animation studio. Yeah. But in like the period of like four years, all three of those movies came out. George of the Jungle, Dudley Do-Right, also starring Brendan Fraser. And the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie from like 2000 or whatever with Jason Alexander as fucking Boris. People get nostalgic for like nostalgia. It's like people who watch that shit as kids once they become movie movie executives. Movie executives. They get made at the same time, right? Like that's how this thing works. Yeah. So that, I don't know, that kind of makes sense to me. But, and the, the, it's like, it's just so weird to me though, because they're so not related. And then how Brendan Fraser is in two of them. Yeah. Like, as the main guy yeah. in both of them. <laughs> um, so I picked this movie because uh, this is the minute where, uh, you know, the the guy in the suit, Mr. Mm-hmm. Grant, yeah. finally comes face to face with the jungle element. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is much like what happens in George of the Jungle. That's correct. <laughs> where the, the Thomas Hayden Church character. Lyle. He thinks, you know, this jungle thing is dumb. Yeah. Uh, this jungle thing. Yeah. So he, he's like trying to get his fiance out of there. Oh, yeah. Ursula. Ursula. Yes. Played, played by the Leslie Man. Yep. Uh, and then when he, he confronts the jungle, he's like, oh my God, it's it's real and I have to fight it or something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. here it is. This is the confrontation. This is where the city meets the jungle. Sure. So that's why I picked George of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about the actual movie of George of the Jungle? Uh, sure. I guess. Um, f- uh, do you want to start with um, the scene where two women admire George's penis? <laughs> Do you want to start with that scene? Welcome to Dozen Jacksman. <laughs> yeah, that has pretty show energy for yeah. sure. Um, I, I, you, it seems like you want to start there. It's, you know, it's something to be in a kid's movie. Yeah. Where And, and the way that Ursula's friend reacts. Yeah. Right? must be big <laughs> it's just so bizarre well uh, I'll, I'll say this yeah i don't necessarily think she's reacting specifically to the penis okay but to his entire naked body okay be- and I, I think mean, i think the overall picture is uh, good <laughs> because he is for a lot of the movie only wearing the loincloth so the you can't see his calls it. his pecs yeah 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 um but he's the- like he's like 
oiled in that scene. <laughs> well, he just got out of the shower, so he's wet. Yeah, he's damp. Well, the, 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 in universe, he just got out of the shower. In real life, he is he is glistening because he is oiled. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, this is a weird fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, so it has in the classic style of those old cartoons. It does have a narrator. Yes. Um, but then they they kind of go an extra step where they oh, interact with the narrator yeah, throughout the film. Yeah, there's a lot of fourth wall breaking. Yeah, um, some of it's very funny. Yes, uh, and then some of it's just like, okay, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's just really weird. There's also a part at the end where the na- so the narrator is not John Cleese, who is an ape named Ape. Yeah, but yeah, at the end of the movie, John Cleese sort of seamlessly takes over from the narrator to say, "Wait, and what happened to me?" Yeah, in a way that seems to imply that he was the narrator the whole time, but he like definitely wasn't. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. Uh, also, d- this is our second uh, film appearance, although we don't see him of John Cleese. What was number one? Fish named Wanda. Oh yeah. Uh, and this was our second film appearance of Thomas Hayden Church. First one was Sideways. Both of those were your choices. That's by correct. The way. <laughs> no, this one. This one was not mine. No, oh, but both of those. One that was. Did we do Spider-Man three, or have I just been watching that a lot? I think I've asked that exact question before, haven't I? Um, we were. We will be guests on upcoming episodes of the Spider-Man three minute. I think. We, so you we, have been watching. We have it a had lot. this exact conversation on the podcast before. Show notes tell us. Yeah, show notes tell us because I don't remember. I think we have. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, I. I, I always think it's funny when someone reappears. Sure. Yeah. Has has Brennan Fraser showed up before? Oh, he was in Looney Tunes back in action. That's Again, true. Yeah. Your pick. Again, my pick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it, Leslie Mann? Uh, we did This Is 40. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about it For minute 40. so much. <laughs> we talk about it so fucking much. I talk about it For, so much I've because... I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. <laughs> we talk about, we're two people who have never seen This Is 40. And yet are fixated on it. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> Um, we know a lot of factoids about it. Sure. Well, because also it feels in a lot of ways like a movie that no one was asking for. Yeah. And that's our wheelhouse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what else do you want to say about George of the Jungle? Leslie Mann must have showed up in a movie we covered. It's very probable. Was she? No, she was not in The Dilemma. Oh, but she, that makes sense. That's but energy. She was not. The energy's yeah, there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Show notes. Tell us. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, George of the Jungle is a fun movie. There's a part where uh, I'll say this. This, this is a, 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 a... This individual moment is both a plus and a negative to me where George puts on a dress and enjoys it. Yeah. And then uh, Ursula makes some change. And I like that the narrator calls her out. Yeah. The narrator's like, hey, she had some conservative ideas of a gender and made him wear a suit. Yeah. Uh, and hey... Uh, shout out to the to the narrator and go screw to Ursula. That's what I'll I say to that. Fa- I mean, they. I. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. They. They didn't fall into like a, a transphobic joke trap. No, like he like puts George, on the dress. George, he's just like, and hey, every, this everyone's rules. just like, okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was that was pretty yeah. refreshing. Uh, I'm not going to say there are no problematic moments. No, in the there's movie. a lot of problematic. There's stuff a lot of racist with stuff. race. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, some of it's perpetrated by the villain, so you you have that. But yeah. then some of it's not. Yeah. So yeah. some of it's done by George. Yeah. The the crazy thing I think. Okay. So I do have something I do want to remember to mention. But first. Yeah. And the, some of it also is just racist portrayals. Yeah. The yeah. crazy thing is, the 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 story of like George of the Jungle isn't like it has nothing to do with his origin or anything. It's mm-hmm. so much that the this movie is like, hey, you know Tarzan, right? 
Here, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know Tarzan, right? That's the whole And we'll, bit. let's just run with it. Let's just run with it. Yeah. But because, I mean, Tarzan doesn't have a talking ape, the ape named Ape. No, or a dog elephant named Shep, who I loved as a kid. And guess what? I continue to love as an adult. <laughs> Even with the bad CGI? Yes. The CGI I loved, was so bad. It was very bad. It was the 90s. Have a little heart. I like the moment, too, when, when Shep is uh, chewing on a bone and the knitter just says, so no, the dog one's too much. That's too much. <laughs> that's funny. Come on. No, that is pretty funny. Um, this, this movie has... Uh, uh, Something that could be almost like an alchemy for us, mm-hmm. where that it has just just, but it, it's almost wrong because it's just the wrong amount of bad CGI and just the wrong amount of puppetry. Sure, because we we are drawn to that thanks to Super Mario Brothers. That's true. But there is I would one call it good CGI and good puppetry in Super Mario. It Brothers, is. Though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is this is a bad combo of oh, that. Oh sure. Uh, for me at least, you seem sure. to like CGI ship. Um, <laughs> There is one moment in the film where I thought I was losing my mind <laughs> okay. because it is it is because, you know, Disney made Super Mario Brothers and this film, yeah. even if it was under a different banner. They, yeah. they had the rights or whatever. There are two shots back to back that I was like, they are they are the characters that we know in Georgia Jungle are being green screened into shots from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I, I can't even believe it. It's when. Lyle comes back at the end to kidnap Ursula and force her to marry him. Yeah. There's a part where they're running and it's like they're running down a tunnel mm-hmm. and that's the same as the tunnel from the meteorite chamber into Dino Hatton. I did not catch that. And then they fall and the way that they fall looks exactly like the way that uh, Mario falls into the portal. That's not accurate. What are you talking it's, about? It's completely 100% accurate. <laughs> it's so weird. If you say so. I was losing my mind. I thought, <laughs> what the hell just happened? I thought, was this movie so bad that my mind just blanked and put in this shot? So you did not enjoy George of the Jungle? No. I liked it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, it's, it's, I guess it's an enjoyable trash if you want. If you want that. Yeah, it's also, as I said, despite being made by Disney, it's very Nickelodeon. So heavy nostalgia for me there. I was a big fan of Nickelodeon movies and of this movie, Mm -hmm. probably just because it had that vibe. Uh, It's also one of two movies, as I always point out, one of two movies to feature scenes of Brendan Fraser humorously interacting with contemporary technology that he does not understand in an apartment building or home. Okay. Because that exact scene happens in Encino Man as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Have, I mean, have you ever seen Blast from the Past? Uh, no, but he's, he's... I would assume that happens in that movie Yeah, a but lot. it's different because, like, in Encino Man and in this, he is, like, fully removed from civilization, where yeah. in Blast from the Past, he's just from the 50s. Yeah, I guess. Then he spent... He was in a bomb shelter or something, right? Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, the other thing that I think is so weird about this movie, is they were stretching for time, because mm-hmm. uh, that animated sequence at the beginning is very long. <laughs> I liked that though. I, it's I sort thought of in it was, the style of the original cartoon. I I thought it was more in the style of like those like a what I would think of as like a dirty '90s drawing. I think it was. I think it was the perfect combination of both. Okay, uh, and then there's that part in the middle where we're supposed to believe that Ursula and George are falling in love, where they just dance around the fire, and the music that they're playing does not match up to the music that the apes are playing. Yeah, and they just dance for a long time. Yeah. It's like five minutes. Yeah. They're stretching for time. <laughs> they had to make that 90-minute mark, and they were just really stretching Hey, it. they made it. Whatever, whatever gets you across the finish line, that's what I say. Uh, I, I also wanted to talk a little bit about the information that I read, that there is a George of the Jungle 2. Yes. The, the only of, DVD. of the main cast that comes back is Thomas Hayden Church. I was very surprised that Thomas Hayden Church returned for that. I was very surprised, too. 
Uh, and then the plot of that is that... Uh, I was so, going to say that would have been a bad time for his career, but that was around the same time he made Sideways, which as much as we hate, mm. is like a very well-regarded Oscar-nominated film. Well, wasn't Sideways like Maybe the beginning Oscar of his winning. return? Maybe. Because I thought up up until... Because part of the thing You're is Sideways... George of the Jungle 2 was his nadir. Yeah. And then he rose up again for Sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Because... Um, that was I thought that was part of the bit of Sideways was that his character was like a soap opera star and in real life he was also like oh. a soap opera commercial uh, star. Okay, interesting. Where it's like, yeah, people knew his face but not because he was famous. Yeah. But because he's just everywhere. Sure. <laughs> um, but George Jungle 2 is ape like owes money in Vegas. Yeah. And so they have to like go George has to go help him. Oh, I didn't know that was the plot. That's what I read. I know there's a George the George Jr. features prominently. Oh yeah, there's George Jr. as well. Yeah. The Lion King shot. Yeah, well, Lion King shot is a crazy thing to be in this movie. Because it's Disney, they own it. It's Disney, and when you're the king of the jungle, which is canonically what George is, that is what you have to do. Yeah. Do you think Um, it's the same universe? George ended Simba's reign. Well, I actually have... He he beats up lions in this movie, so maybe George killed Simba and established himself as the new king of the jungle. I have always thought that the Lion King does not happen... Like in modern, oh, it's era. not. It's not contemporary. Interesting. No. Now, why? Why so? I well, we never do see humans or any evidence of humans. That's true. Um, like not I even w- a little. I would believe that somewhere there's a straight to DVD line sequel where poachers are a plot point. Well, see, that's the thing. Um, uh, I talked about this with <laughs> Justin Kizan, our our good friend, and my co-host on Nothing New. <laughs> yeah. In our Lion King episode, there is a Timon and Pumbaa cartoon series. Yeah. Uh, which who knows what's canonical, but. Uh, people do appear in the Timon and Pumbaa cartoon series. Yeah. So there's that. I think people appeared in Simba's life I at do. the end because George killed him and established himself as the new king of the jungle. I, I kind of do like that concept, yeah. that yeah. George of Jungle, when he when his plane crashes, the apes raised him to fight Simba. the lion, to <laughs> yeah. fight Simba. Specifically Simba. And take over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. That's pretty good. Hey, uh, did they ever say why Ursula was in the jungle? Uh, vacation. <laughs> okay. That was the one. That was one thing that by the end of the movie, I went, "Wait, why the hell was she here?" Because at least with Tarzan, Jane was like on an expedition. Yeah, you know. I think she was just like on safari. Okay. Because I remember it was a thing. I think she said at one point she just wanted to get away. She clearly didn't want to marry lo- lo- loyal. Yeah. It's you true. Know. Loyal. Loyal. Uh, ironically, not loyal. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Wait. Well, who was he supposed to be loyal to? Ursula. When was he not loyal to her? Uh, when Did the lion showed up and he immediately ran away. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about, like, loyal. I thought he was having an affair and I missed it. No. I I would have missed that because <laughs> this movie was, you know. Good. Not, good. I didn't like it. It's a good movie. It was a fun uh, time. All right, let's get back to the minute, I guess. E. Holy shit. Dustin's yes. in the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mrs. Winthrop turns to Mrs. Feldman and says, he must really hate them. That's a good joke. Yeah, that's a good joke. <laughs> and then... Uh, he starts shouting, no, no, no. And I actually caught the way he's saying that is so that the two women won't look outside. Yes, because one of them starts to look at the window and then he says, no, 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 just in time to call their attention away from the window. Yes. So uh, they they look back at him and then he says, no, I just wasn't ready to talk about monkey. I mean, money. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which and that is a little odd because they didn't say anything about money, though. True. Yeah. But I think he's clearly, he, the truth is he doesn't want to talk about monkey and then he has to think of something to, <laughs> to cover like, it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, do you think Dunstan's taunting him? Yes. Okay. Very good. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so then he says, uh, would you excuse me? Uh-huh. And then he turns to the door to leave. Yes. And he has a problem. Yes. As I've pointed out many times in this movie, the doors all have weird hobbit uh, knobs where the door, the doorknob is in the middle of the door. Uh-huh. And then uh, we see here a great bit of physical comedy where he has his back to the door and he's sort of half turning to open it. Mm-hmm. But he can't because it's in the middle. So the actual side of the door instead of being where he would naturally instinctively expect it to be on the knob is now it just keeps pressing into his butt slash back yeah. and he keeps accidentally closing it again mm. and then he even calls out in dialogue <laughs> the, the knob in the middle like he says yeah. something like he that he says put the doorknobs in the middle <laughs> yeah. and then he leaves yeah and he he goes quick yeah and that's the end of the minute that's the end of the minute that's it there it is what a great minute uh this jam-packed is packed with jam packed with good goofs <laughs> This is where you will now reveal to our audience and to me for the very first time. Yes, you are unaware. What movie you've paired. Well, because the movie executive. Sure. What movie you have paired with the next minute. Minute 51. Yeah. Will be paired with a movie from 2008. Starring two MCU alums. I don't know why I'm playing the guessing game with this movie. <laughs> I like this, though. Do you want me to give more clues? Yeah. Do you, gotta, do you want to try to guess? You know I love this shit. Okay, 2008, two, uh, two, starring two MCU alums. Okay. Do you have any ideas so far? Um, I th- The movies I'm thinking of are all too earlier than 2008. So what are you I, thinking of? The Losers was like 2004. Uh, I'm going to say And that cold. was like three. I'm going to say cold. Okay. Oh, you're not going to give me more? You're just stopping there? No. Well, wow. it's okay. Uh... I figured you'd just keep going, and then either I get it or you just say this it. This director, this uh-huh. is the only movie of his that I like. I famously hate Whoa. the rest of his movies. Whoa. Um. This is a movie. Um, this is a movie that features cameos from people who are maybe who are. It's not exp- ex- expressly said who they're playing, but they're basically playing themselves. Oh. Um. This is a movie that. Uh, this is a movie. Okay. Comedian Todd Barry's in this movie. Oh, that almost helps. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you that almost helps. <laughs> Comedian Todd Barry is in this film. Um, I can only think of one movie that he's in. I'll tell you it this. It might have come out. It probably came out in like 2013. Both, Vamps? You're not talking about Vamps. No. I'll tell you both of the MCU alums that star in this movie. They uh-huh. both played characters that interacted with Tony Stark. Okay. Okay. They did it, not appear in a Marvel movie together either. Oh. Uh, they 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 interacted with Tony Stark in separate air, and I would say extremely separate eras of the MCU. Okay, so it's gotta be Jeff Bridges. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be Gwyneth Paltrow. Nope. It's gotta <laughs> be um uh. Uh, that that came out ten like, full on ten years later. The nice guys, <laughs> the boy from the boy from Iron Man three and no 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 no. I'll tell you this. This is a detail that'll give it away if you remember it, but will mean nothing if you don't. Okay. I'll tell you. Bruce Springsteen wrote an original song that won an Oscar for this movie. Okay. I believe this was also around the time where they changed the rules so that the move the song has to appear in the movie instead of just over the credits. Because in this movie, it's definitely just over the credits. Oh my god! Uh, 
I feel so close <laughs> because I, I was also with the Gwyneth Paltrow. It's not Gwyneth Paltrow, but no. I was thinking Country Strong. I'll tell you. All but that, I don't know. This is a famous director you're saying who you only like this film yes. of theirs. I'll say the one of the two MCU actors, although she interacts with I know, she. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although she interacts with Tony Stark, she has not appeared in a single actual Iron Man movie. Oh, okay. So but it can't inter- be Scarlett Johansson. She interacts with with Tony Stark in other films. Okay, so it's Natalie Portman. No, <laughs> no, she's never. <laughs> you bastard. With uh, in two thousand eight, that's too early for like Tessa Thompson because she. Well, she, I'd she remember, I remember we've got scene. one person who was in a. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think she was ever interacted with an Iron no. an Iron Man. Karen Gillan. No, no, no. Um, Tony, Tony, it's uh, you know. Tony Tony thought she was hot. He even said at one point. In the, what? in the in the film in her first appearance in the MCU, Tony commented that she was quite an attractive lady, much to the discomfort of her nephew, Andrew. Of her nephew. <laughs> Do you really not get this? <laughs> it's it's oh, Marissa fucking Tomei, you idiot. It's Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Marissa Tomei. I really thought you would be getting some of these God, clues scenes no, here. No, I'm so sorry. All right, so we've locked into Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Uh, and then I'm. I don't even think of. See, that's the thing. I don't even think of her as MCU. That's so weird. Um, well, maybe that's who why knows? I was having a trouble. That's anymore. why I was having a trouble. Yeah. Um, so she, but she was not in a film with the second person that you're saying. She was not in a Marvel film with this person, but she's in the movie that I picked yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah, 51 yeah, yeah. with him. Okay. He was a Paul he, Bettany. No, <laughs> he's a villain yeah. in an Iron Man film. Uh, so that's. Um, Guy Pierce. No. That's, God um, damn it. That's, well, I already said Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah. And I already said Guy Pierce. Evan just Rachel now. Wood is in this film. What the hell? <laughs> 13? You're talking about 13? <laughs> oh the 2001 God. show film? notes. Show notes, just let it tell us who, who got it before Andrew. Ring in and show notes. Literally everyone. <laughs> uh, wait, who'd you just say is in it? Evan Rachel Wood. Evan Rachel Wood. I've given and you Marissa everyone Tomei. except for the main star of this movie. Who's the who's the male MCU Actor. Yes, and who is a villain in Who's the Iron villain. Man movie? So, oh, the wrestler! Yes, <laughs> good God! God. <laughs> wow, that's going to be fun. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Now I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, plugs. <laughs> really looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, check out Nothing New Remake Podcast, babynetwork.com slash nothing new, and it's on my list. It's on my list, pod.com. Because your kiss, your kiss is on my list. On Twitter and Instagram at Podcast Ranger. Was that really your butt, your plug? Yeah, because we took so long on that other thing. I feel bad to make people have to go through long plugs now. Okay, very cool, Emily. Is where you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch. You can find this show at Majestic Hotel NY on Twitter or at Dunstan Checks Men on Instagram. You Email us DunstanCheckSmen at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash Dunstan Checks Men. Search us on YouTube for my special video that I make to go along with every episode. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to give us clues, five stars, first of all, yeah. and then give us clues to the movie and then tell us you've written that review and then we have to see if we can guess your movie. Based on the clues. Yeah. Very good. Hey, and remember, Dunson is spelled with a U. Fuck. And we're checking out. Feeding peckish this midnight? Seat your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinara Podcast is here for you, intrepid listener. We sample only the finest and sinister stories and, quoting them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as airy audio dramas. 
tune in as Midnight's marinara sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appétit. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.